0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. There's a quiet place That gives me peace when I'm alone with you Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you There's a hiding place your spirit's always there when I'm confused. My God, thank you, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you, Lord. Only you thank can you. purify. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord. All this world ever said is by mm-hmm. my heart. Mm-hmm. It cries. Thank you, Lord. As the dear pins Thank you, 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 you, Lord. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, my God. Thank you, thank you. Lord. Thank you, 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 thank you. I'm a stranger here. Marga, thank you, thank you. Thirsty cousin no, it's not my home. Yes, 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 yes. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Like yes. yes, 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 yes. I you, yes, 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 ô- Thank you, thank you, worms. thank you, thank you. Marga. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. Hey, Mary. Hey, Lori. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, dear. Hey, Chevis. Hey, Sandra. Thank you thank you need you good morning thank you 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 my god we bless your name we praise you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you Lord. thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Father. we worship you. We worship you. My Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Good morning. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Yeah. Oh. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, we bless you, my God, we praise you, my God, we magnify you, my God, we strengthen you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your strength, Lord God. Thank you for your strength, thank you for your grace, thank you for your peace, thank you for your love, thank you for protection thank you for who you are thank you father god that you are god thank you for your glory thank you lord god we worship you we bless your name we praise you we magnify you lord god we magnify you lord god we magnify you we magnify you lord god my god we bless your holy name we bless your holy name we bless you we bless your holy name We bless your holy name. My God, you are such a good, good father. You are such a good, good father. You are so faithful. You are so kind. You are so just. You are so true. We need you, Lord God. We need you. We need you. We need you. We cannot do life without you. My God, holy, 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 holy is he. Did you know your your praise sets the temperature for your day? Like, that's what praise does. It sets the temperature for your day. So when you make a decision that, yeah, magnificent. I like that, Selena. When you make a decision that you're just going to worship him, that you're going to praise him, that you're not going to talk to him about what you need, that you're just going to bless his name, that you're going to magnify and glorify him and lift him up, that same sets the atmosphere. That sets the tone for your day. That says something to God. So Father God, we just bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. You are such a sovereign God. You are such an awesome God. You are such an amazing God. You are so wonderful. You are so powerful. You are so strong. We thank you, Lord God. We bless you. We praise you, Lord God. We magnify you. We give you all the glory. 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 We give you all the glory the praise. My God, Lord, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We find our strength in you. We find our truth in you. We thank you, Jesus. Jesus, give us your holiness. Father God, we thank you for just who you are. We thank you, Lord God, that you are the one true God, that you are supreme ruler in the universe, Lord God. We bless your name. We praise your name. We magnify you, Lord God. You are such a good, good father. You are such a good, good father. We set our affection on you this morning, daddy. My God, we thank you for being provider and we thank you for being healer and we thank you for being protector. My God, thank you for your angels that were encamped around us last night, Lord God. We just bless you, we praise you, we magnify you, Lord God. We glorify you, Lord God. We glorify you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 Lord. Lord, let us be mindful of you in every conversation. Let us be mindful of you, Father God, in every text. Let us be mindful of you in every email. Let us be mindful of you in every post. Let us be mindful of you and what we watch today. Let us be mindful of you and what we listen to today. My God, let us be mindful of you and what conversations we engage in today. Let us be mindful of you, Lord God, wherever we go today. Let us be mindful for you, of you, Lord God, and what we spend today. Let us be mindful of you of what we sow today. Let us be mindful of you, Father God, as we deal with the least of those. My God. My God, because your word is real clear. Your word is real clear, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you open the eyes of our understanding to the hopes and call of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Let us be mindful of how we treat our children today. My God, let us be sober. Let us be clear, Father God, in how patient you are with us so that we exhibit the same patience and the same grace. Let us be mindful of you in our marriage, that our marriages are honoring you, that our marriages are giving you the glory, and that our part in the marriage, that we put the responsibility on you. Father God, we thank you, Lord God. We are not wasteful in our time. Let us be mindful of you in our time. Let us be better stewards of our time, Lord God. So that we are walking according to heaven's agenda for us, Father God. We bind every distraction, everything back to the pits of hell. We cancel every assignment. We cast out every spirit of infirmity, Lord God. We're going to look to the hills which come with our help because we know our help comes from you, Lord God. Let us find grace in you today. Let us find the peace we need in you today, Lord God. We thank you for long suffering. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, ministering angels father god we thank you we want to operate in the same mind that's in christ jesus let us be bold let us be sober let us be forthcoming let us not be anxious for absolutely anything father god we're putting everything in prayer and supplication so if anything comes up lord god we will not panic we will not be moved My God, we will not trust what our eyes see, Lord God. We will not continue into the same pattern of behavior. We break in the name of Jesus, the cycle of repetitiveness, Father God, that's leading us back into those same dry places. We break in the name of Jesus, any cycle, anything in our life that just keeps cycling back, Lord God, open the eyes of our understanding. Give us ears to hear, Lord God. Let our hearts be set on things above. Let our minds be set on things above. Father, show us anything in our life that is cyclic my god when when something is cyclic, right, when something is cyclic, then um we are trying the same thing again and again. We're operating in the same thing again and again, expecting a different result, sometimes we don't even realize. We are cyclic because we look productive or it looks like some things are manifesting. you have to be careful that quantity um, doesn't have you in a cycle um, it just sometimes it just looks different so pray God and ask God God reveal to me and show me any cycles in my life, cycles in my behavior, cycles in my relationships. Lord God, I break every cycle that is not producing fruit because you have called us to produce fruit. So any cycle that is in our life, we drive out every force of darkness, my God, in the name of Jesus. And so we want to be mindful of cycles. We want to be mindful of the enemy sending us back in patterns. We want to be mindful of mindsets that do not align with the will of God. We want to be mindful mindful of those things we want to ask the holy spirit show me anything in my life that's a repeating recurring cycle show me if i handle my money wrong show me if i handle my relationships wrong do not let me assume do not let me assume that i'm doing doing exactly what you said nope i don't want any cycles in my life i don't we bind the cycle yes that's good meredith we bind the cycle of procrastination my god that's good Think about those things that you've been repetitively doing. Those are cycles and they're not going to yield fruit. We were called to yield fruit, right? And so we got to be mindful of those things. We got to ask the Holy Spirit to show us. You got to give permission for the Holy Spirit to reveal those things to us. And then, when in the name of Jesus, and then when those things are revealed to us, then we need to be more mindful to develop habits or to develop better habits. I was watching a video and someone was talking about habit stacking. When we want to walk into a new way of doing things, then we need to add a habit to a habit, right? So if I have a habit of brushing my teeth in the morning, I may add my squats to brushing my teeth so that I stack habits and the new habits become the same like brushing my teeth. Same with the word of God, same with um, studying, same, same. Yeah, that's good cycles of patterns of old speech, right? That's good. So ask the Lord, reveal to us all cycles, right? And then some stuff we got to walk into, we got to make decisions that we're going to come out of. Today, I'm going to make a decision that I'm going to be a better steward of my time, right? If that's how I've been wasting my time, Lord, I don't want to be wasting my time. Today, I'm going to be a better steward. Yeah, that wasn't my original thought. I said, today, I'm going to be a better steward of how I handle my money, right? Because I've been in a Cycle or a pattern, especially if I emotionally spin, especially if I'm in a position or a place where I keep continue to do things in the same same way, producing the same result. Lord, we break all. Cycle. He was not God. With not no cycles, no 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 cycles, no cycles. So Lord, help us to not continue in any old habits that do not bring you glory. I don't care how long you've been doing it. I don't care how long you've been doing it. If it's not yielding root fruit, if it's not producing a result that gives God glory, then we got to, we got to get some girded with some truth. We got to get guarded with some truth so we can start doing things differently. I don't care how long you've talked about like that. I don't care how long you've been in those circles of friends. I, none of that matters if God is not getting the glory out of it and we are not producing fruit. So, Lord, we thank you, Father God, for revealing to us habits that do not give you glory. My God. Friendships that do not give you glory. Relationships that do not give you glory. Jobs that do not give you glory. My God. Whatever it is, and we are not going to settle that. That's just the way we are. You're going to give us revelation, and then God is going to give us the strength and the know how how to break those cycles, how to get out of those positions. We won't, even, we, it is so, um, we are so blindsided by numbers and quantity that we will think we are free when we are really bound to a cycle that keeps leading us back to the same place. So Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for revelation to whatever cycles are operating in our eyes, Lord God, so that we can walk in the fullness of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Hold on. Father, we glorify you. We magnify you. Let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. We worship you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for a word on today that will change our lives. Thank you for a word today. That's going to give us perspective. Holy spirit. We thank you that you do a greater work. We do a greater work, greater work, a greater work inside of us so that we can be more like Jesus Christ on this earth in Jesus name. Amen. Um so I'm just grateful for that word today. So anytime the Lord starts speaking to us about cycles, we need to be mindful of where we may have cycles. Quantity will um quantity will mess you up. Quantity will make you think you're productive and you can still be in the same Horrible cycle. So it looks productive, right? It looks so. I'm, if I post a picture on Facebook and I get a thousand likes, oh my gosh, this is a this is a thousand likes. But if I'm um, if those thousand likes are determining my self worth, then the cycle of me posting pictures isn't just because i like this, right? Or i'm communicating or sharing something with my friends. The cycle of me posting pictures is because i'm looking for this picture to um to um to my self-worth, to affirm my self-worth, right? So that's that's what it looks like when i'm talking about quantity or because i'm working 80 hours a week and i'm getting out of debt right i'm working 80 hours a week it looks great i'm gonna work my way through this situation just because i'm working 80 hours a week but not spending time with my kids not spending time with my family that doesn't mean that um i'm productive right it just means i'm in this cycle i may be in a cycle in a pattern of thinking that work is what gets me out of debt. Or work work is the is how God gets the glory out of his life. But God gets glory out of our life when we are balanced. God gets glory out of our life when our families are a priority. God gets glory of, out of our life when he's a priority. When the kingdom is a priority. That's when God gets the glory out of our life. And when whatever we're doing is bearing fruit for his glory and nothing else. So I just wanted to provide a... a, a um, an example for what that looks like when I says when I'm talking about quantity, right? Quantity may not be proving absolutely anything. So don't let quantity be your baseline for, oh my gosh, this must be good for me. No, I might be in a bad pattern or a cycle. I was a workaholic, and because it looked effective and fru- fruitful, it wasn't producing anything. At the same time, my family was dying right? At the same time, my family was dying. I'm just going to be real. At the same time, my my family was dying. My family was not happy. Um, I was not able to be the mother and the wife that I was called to be. That was a bad cycle. I thought I needed to work so hard to produce everything God has. And I wasn't even enjoying my family. And God was like, "Your, your priorities are out of order. I never called you to work like this, right? So I had to learn to be a better steward over my time when I was at work so that when I came home, right? So that when I came home, I could be wife, I could be mother, I could be all the things that I needed to be to my home because ministry first starts in your house, right? Purpose first starts in your house. Business (laughs) purpose starts... All that stuff starts in your house. It's got to be in your house. It can't be all these things to the world and not those things in your house. So if this is your first time on the devotional, we would love to know that. Drop drop a little thing and say, hey, this is my first time here. We welcome you. I am Lakeisha M. Johnson, aka LMJ. Um, I am excited to be here with you today. I'm getting ready to give you just a little bit of word. This is an interactive daily devotional. We are a family and a community of believers, and we just let the Holy Spirit lead this thing. Uh, Sometimes we just don't do anything but worship to worship God. Um, so I just want to, um, welcome you today. I want to get into the word today. I want to give you some things to chew on. God has been dealing with me. Oh, Hey, you need a new notebook. We get them. We design them. My Jojo. Thank you for all of you who sold into Jojo's, um, um uh, birthday yesterday that was so powerful he was so blessed thank you, thank you, even in your words. he was just so encouraged today um so we have a we design a series of journals um uh, notebooks they're all blank um they come with the scripture in the cover. This is the last latest one of ones Josiah designed. Um, We have several others. So if you love to write, if you love to, um, I I know this sounds crazy, but we pray over these journals. Um, There is just something about these journals. Um, He prays before he creates any artwork. This was actually um, inspired by one of my spiritual daughters. So if you need notebooks, we got them. We got all kinds of notebooks. It comes with like a hundred and something blank pages. I just wanted to put those out there because I love these. I have like four or five I'm writing in right now and all of them serve. Dear purpose, So I just wanted to see you guys. If you have not read the copy of the launch, go get the launch and read it. Um, You can go to the website and order them. I haven't put this one on the website, so I'm going to do that. Oh, hi, Tammy Campbell. Welcome, welcome. We are so glad you're here. So this one isn't on the website. I'm going to put that one on the website today. I have a few more, but we do have others on the website. Um, so I love you guys so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you guys for being a blessing to Julia yesterday. Thank you guys for being a blessing to Josiah yesterday. That's what our community is like. We are family. Thank you for all of those that keep sharing the video and putting it in the hands of the others. I'm so grateful for you. So I just need, that's a little, te- ladies Bible study tonight. Just a little, just a few te- tech things. Ladies Bible study tonight. We have ladies Bible study. If you've never been a part of a ladies Bible study, you can do it via Zoom. Or you can do it in our special group on Facebook. Send us an email, info at com, And we will tell you all the way, Feed the Streets, October the 3rd. Feed the Streets, October the 3rd. Need 10 volunteers out there. You can be a part of Feed the Streets. Um, and all of that. I love y'all. Thank y'all for welcoming Tammy. I love y'all so much. Y'all are so diligent to those. My God. Yeah. Y'all are so diligent to the family of believers. So I want to talk to you about something because we read something last week and it really kind of <laughs> set something off on in me. And so I want to talk about what, what whatever you got your eyes on just for a moment this morning. I'm just going to give you a little bit of word this morning Um, so that we can so that we can, um we can, we can see whatever, whatever you got your eyes on, whatever you, whatever you got your eyes on. That's what I want to, Shanetta, I want you to volunteer. Send an email, Shonda, C-H-A-N-D-A, at com That's October the 3rd. And send, send an email to her and she'll tell you how to volunteer and you can sign up to volunteer. So I want to talk to you about whatever you got your eyes on. So I'm going to read it to us, Acts 9, right? And then we're going to get into a few things. And this came out of a scripture when we were meeting, reading Matthew last week. And then we were talking about the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be a full of light. So this is Acts 9, and this is the amplified version of the Bible. And it says, now Saul's still breathing threats and murders against the disciples of the Lord and relentless in his search for believers went to the high priest. And he asked for letters of authority from him to the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any men or women there belonging to the way, believers, followers of Jesus the Messiah, men and women alike, he could arrest them and bring them bound with chains to Jerusalem. As he traveled, he approached Damascus, and suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him, displaying the glory and majesty of Christ. And he fell to the ground and heard a voice from heaven saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting and oppressing me? And Saul said, Who are you, Lord? Which is interesting interesting because he said who are you lord and he answered i'm jesus who you whom you are persecuting now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do the men who were traveling with him were terrified stood speechless hearing the voice but seeing no one Saul got up from the ground but though his eyes were open somebody say this my eyes may be open and I still can't see, like my eyes may be open. He says, though his eyes were open, this is what he said he got, but though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. And he was unable to see for three days and he neither ate nor drank. Now in Damascus, that, that That's it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So my eyes, even though his eyes were open, he could not see absolutely anything. And so today we're just going to focus just a minute on what have our eyes been on? Because whatever our eyes are set on is going to determine the direction of where we go. Yeah. May my eyes be open to the enlightenment, to the understanding, to the hope and call of who you call me to be in Christ Jesus. And so when we hit the scripture last week, and it said, the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your Whole body will full of be full of light. Whatever my eyes are on determines the way that I go. Whatever my eyes are on determines how I function. Right? So if whatever mine, I'm getting ready to give you scriptures, My eyes may be open, but I still can not see, right? This is so powerful. My eyes might be open, but I still, I still cannot see. So if the eye of the lamp is body, I was just going to take it from the scripture. And this is what Jesus said. If the eye of the lamp of the body, the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body should be full of light. So, then anytime there is darkness in my life, I'm not talking about we're gonna experience persecution, we're gonna go through all these other things, but anytime there is a, a pattern of behaviors, a pattern of darkness, anytime these things are in my life, then I've got to be got, I have to begin to question what my eyes are on. The eye is the lamp of the body, so is your eye. So, if your eye is clear, spiritually, perspective perceptive your whole body will be full of light, benefiting from God's precepts. But if your eye is bad, spiritually blind, your whole body will be full of darkness, devoid of God's precept. So if the very light inside you, your inner self, your heart, your conscience is darkness, how great and terrible is that darkness? And then the next part of this scripture says, no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God in mammon. You cannot serve God in possessions. You cannot serve God in fame. You cannot serve God in status. You cannot serve God. And your family, you cannot serve God and serve your husband. You cannot, there can only be one God. There there can be only one God. There can be, there can only be one God in your life. There can only be one God in your life. There can only be one, there there can be, that's how I felt, Nisi. There can only be one God. So, whatever I got my eyes on is bringing either light into my body or it's taking light away from my body. Psalms 101 and three says, I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. (sighs) So I have to begin to ask myself, What are the things that I'm looking at that are worthless, right? Because my eyes are going to gauge the direction that I go. My eyes are going to gauge the direction that I flow. My eyes are going to determine what happens next. So I'm not going to, he said, he said, I'm not going to, I can't afford to in this season. Come on, y'all. I can't afford in this season. I cannot afford to in this season to set my eyes on anything that's worthless. So I got to begin to ask questions around, around me. What am I putting my eyes on Father? that's worthless. What am I setting my eyes on that doesn't make sense? What am I wasting my time on that's worthless, right? There's, what, what am I setting my affection on that's worthless? What am I putting my energy towards that's worthless? Because whatever I'm doing, my eyes are there, right? And my eyes are the lamp. My eyes are what's going to draw light. My eyes are going to determine the direction that I go. First Samuel 16 and 7, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not look, right, on the appearance." Or on the height of his stature, they were talking about David because because I have rejected them. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord is looking at your heart. So there's got to be something that's connected between our eyes and our heart. So when Paul says to us, I've learned to be content with, with or without Paul isn't saying to us that it's not that I don't stand in need, it's not that I don't need things, but what he's saying is, I'm looking to the hill which comes in my help. I know that if I have little or if I have a lot, that comes from God. That's what my eyes have to be set on. That's what my affection has to be set on. So if my affection is set on work, then work becomes my God. If my affection is set on my marriage, then marriage becomes my God. But if my affection is set on the one who provides for me, if my affection is set on the one who protects me, if my affection is set, so it's got to be something significant. Second Kings 6 and 17 says, then Elijah prayed and said, Oh Lord, please, open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and behold, the mountain was full of chariots, horses, and fires, right? Because he couldn't see God working for him. It has to be something significant about what we put our eyes on. It has to be something significant about what we spend our time on. It has to be something significant about what we put our energy on. So Lord, where have my eyes been? Where where has my eyes where have my eyes been has my eyes been so set on this sickness has my eyes been so set on this disease has my eye, eyes been so set on this lack or are my eyes set on you, right? So <laughs> Psalms one nineteen eighteen 18 says, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. So if I am depressed all the time, or I can't see the goodness and the glory of God, right? And depression is so real. Perhaps my eyes are set on the wrong thing. My God, so what am I spending my time on? What am I spending what am I, what am I spending my time looking at? Where what has captivated my attention? Because whatever has captivated my attention, that is the direction in which I'm going to go. So if I see this as the worst situation ever, right? And I'm looking at the bleakness of the situation and I'm not looking at the word of God and the word of God is not the standard, right? Then my, whatever I'm setting my eyes on, I'm going to begin to move into that direction. So if it's bleak, if it's gloom, if it's depression, if it's ugly, if it's negative, then that begins to impact my entire body right? That begins to impact my entire body because my eyes are so set on my circumstances that I'm not looking to the hill, which comes my help and my help comes from the Lord. So Matthew 5 and 28, but I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. There's got, this is just the word. This is just Jesus. So if I've already looked, if I'm looking at you with lustful intent, if I'm already struggling with lust, then I've got to be so protective of where my eyes are. If I'm already struggling, come on, Holy Spirit, with low self-esteem, then I gotta be so protective about where my eyes are. If I've already, if I'm already stuck, can we be real? We'd like to be grown on here. If I'm already struggling with my marriage, right? If I'm already struggling in my marriage, if I'm already done, then I gotta be so protective. Protective about what I put my eyes on. I gotta be so protective. I can't be over there oogling somebody else's marriage. I can't be over there um, um, admiring somebody else's body. Like if all those are already areas that I'm struggling because that's not gonna bring more light to the situation. It's just that. Can I tell y'all something? That's why porn is so addictive, right? Because porn helps you set your eyes on an imagine, an imagination, a, a fantasy, a world. Like that's why porn is so addictive. Because it brings you into a truth that's not necessarily a reality, or it brings you into something so that you can create a, a different reality. That's why it's so uh, so addictive, right? That's a, So whatever I set my eyes on, whatever I set my affection on, whatever is going on inside of me, it, it's probably because I got my eyes there, right? And it says, Luke eleven thirty three 33 and 36, no one after lighting a lamp, this is puts it in a cellar or under a basket, but on a stand so that those that may enter see the light. Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is full of light. But when it is bad, your whole body is full of darkness right? Therefore be careful, lest the light in you be darkness. If then your whole body is full of light, having no no part dark, it will be wholly bright. Proverbs 20 and 12. This has got to be the word, the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made the most. My God! So whatever my eye is on, is where my affection is going as well. So he comes, and he comes in that next piece of scripture, and scripture, and he says. If I set my eye, if I set my own anything dark, right? Then I'm going to gravitate towards the darkness. This is not like we treat this as though this is so mystical and this is so mysterious. And it's like, no, the Lord was dealing with me this morning. This is where depression comes from, Lakeisha. Depression comes from this person or me because I've been depressed before. You're so set on the gloom of the situation and you're not set on me. So when I think like and I set my eyes on lack, do you know what comes into my body? Lack. When I think, when I set my eyes on all the things that are wrong, you know what comes into my body? The wrong, those are the things that that are put into my body. Those are the things that are put into my spirit. And so whatever I got my eyes on is what I'm gravitating towards. It's what's sending me in the direction. Come on now. So I'm, when I pray, right? Ephesians 1, 16 and 21, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom, And of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance and the saints, what is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the work of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in his heavenly places. So when I pray this for myself, or I pray this for you, the eyes of your heart be enlightened, your eyes and your heart are connected. So let's go back. It says, the 22nd verse, the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is clear, spiritually perceptive, your whole body will be full of light, benefiting from God's precepts. But if your eye is bad, spiritually blind, your whole body will be full of darkness, devoid of God's precepts. So if the very light inside your inner self, your heart, your conscious, my eyes and my hearts are connected. My eyes and my heart is connected, right? My Whatever I look on, he said, if, you're, if you've already lusted out of, after a woman, you've already done it in your heart. So my eyes and my heart is connected, my God. So whatever I'm looking upon, my eyes, that's the stuff that's getting in my heart. That's the driving force that's going to make my decision. So if I'm so, come on, Nisi. sometimes the I want what the I doesn't need. So if my eyes are set on what I don't have, then that is going to be the driving force for every decision that I make. Because my eyes are set on what I don't have. And my eyes are set on the bleakness of my situation. Then that is going to be the driving force. That is why when you are in a situation, and a place of needing a miracle, you got to set your eyes on nothing but faith. You got to set your eyes on nothing but God. You got to set your eyes on nothing but Jesus. You don't have time for anything. If you have a cycle of depression, if you have a cycle... If you have a cycle of bad money spending habits, you got to set your eye. You can't keep going over and watching what the latest trends and fashions and all that other stuff. You got to set your eyes in a different place so that those cycles can be broken off your life. The problem the entire time has been what we've been looking at. The problem that the entire time has been what we've set our eyes on. (laughs) That's been the problem the entire time. Time has been what we set our eyes on instead of letting the Holy Spirit say it. He said, if your eye is bad, spiritually blind, your whole body gonna be full of darkness. If my eye is blind, if blind. so when Paul was Paul was on a mission that was an edict that he thought he was justified, right? He seemed right. Proverbs 21 and 4. Haughty eyes and a proud heart, the lamp of the wicked are sin. Haughty eyes. Not it didn't say a hot, it said your eyes are haughty. Like your eyes are haughty and then you're going to produce and live with a wicked heart and you're going to be justifiable in your action, right? All of this, all of this. What are your eyes? If I don't think, if if something I've been believing God for has not manifested yet, right? And And I'm not thinking about all the things. I'm not looking at all the things that I have. I'm not looking at all the ways that I'm blessed. I'm not looking at all of my circumstances and how good God has been to me. But all I can see is this one thing that hasn't manifested yet, then that one thing will become my God. That one thing will have my focus. That one thing will almost drive me bananas or crazy because that's what my attention is on. That's what my affections are on. So my, my eyes and my heart are connected, right? Matthew 5 and 29. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than your whole body be thrown to hell. So if he's saying this to us, it has to be something so significant about what we are looking at. Like if this is so true and repeated again and again, then there has to be Job 31 and 7. If my step has turned aside from the way and my heart has gone after my eyes. Freedom is coming to somebody today. Freedom is coming to someone today. There are chains that are going to be broken because of this devotional today. And we're going to ask the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to convict us about what we've had our eyes on. That is, He said, if my step has turned aside from the way, from the way Jesus is the light, the life and the way. If my steps have turned away from Jesus, if I'm so focused or so consumed on something else, my God, the way, and my heart has gone after my eyes. And if any spot has stuck to my hands, my heart goes after my eyes. I was getting so much revelation in this. I'm like, oh my God, it's whatever I'm focused on. Whatever I'm focused on. So if it's depression you're dealing with today, and I don't know who been dealing with depression. It's just because your eyes are focused on the, the bleakness of the situation. Like the bleakness of the situation. If you are always, if you are a negative Nancy, I'm sorry. I just refuse. Like I'm just determined I'm going to be the most positive person in the entire world. That is my attitude. I'm working on that. I want to be happy wherever I go. I want to spread sunshine wherever I go. When you see me, I want you to feel the love of God. I don't want to look at people through my own eyes. Like that is just where I am. I'm just sorry. I'm just going to be that happy. I'm just sorry. I'm just going to enjoy life that much. I'm just sorry. That's just where my. That's just where my mind is. I want to bring you joy. I want to bring you light. I want uh, uh, in Jesus name, I want to bring you love. I want you to experience God when you experience me. So then I have to keep my eyes on light. <laughs> I have to keep my eyes on light. Why? Because I'm determined to be light and love wherever I go. <laughs> I don't want I'm, I'm going to I'm determined to be light. Oh, I'm not apologize like not like that. And I'm not I'm I like I'm determined. This is where I'm at. And for real, like for real, like for real, that my attitude be, so then I got to set my eyes on that. If I'm determined that I'm going to lose weight, I got to set my eyes on that. I can't keep setting my eyes on what I weigh. I can't keep setting my eyes on food. I'm going to set my eyes on what's going to produce the prize, right? Psalms 13, 2 and 3. How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Right? Right? (laughs) Right? light up my eyes, lest I sleep the light of death. So there is something so significant about what we're seeing connected to a heart that's going to be a driving force, right? A driving force, right? A driving force. Whatever I set my eyes on it'll become a driving force. Psalms 38 and 10, my heart throbs, my strength fails me, and the light of my eyes, it has also gone from me. The only way the light of my eyes have gone from me is because my heart throbs, my strength fails me. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation is overtaking you. That is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will always provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. God always provides you with an opportunity to turn your other way. He always provides you with an opportunity to turn in another direction. He will always do that. So Father God, open the eyes of our understanding. He will always, there is a sometimes it's just about you turning your head in another direction. Songs, I told you, Psalms 119 and 37, turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and give me life in your ways. Father God, give me life in your ways, right? Proverbs 16 and read the first through the 33rd verse. You can go read all of that. I'm going to read the first part. It says, the plans of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirit. Commit your word to the Lord and your plans are going to be established. The Lord has made everything for its purpose. Even the wicked. When I commit my eyes, when I keep my eyes on the Lord, instead of work and all this other stuff, guess what? The plans are going to be established. That's it. That's something for us to meditate on. What do I have my eyes on? (laughs) Because whatever I got my eyes on is determining the direction that I'm going. What, my eyes, what am I focusing on? What am I so focused? And if, if I'm focused, and then the next part of the scripture, that Matthew 16, he says, you cannot serve God and you cannot serve money. You cannot serve God. So I'm not going to be able to serve God if I'm so honed in on making so much money. I'm going to miss the opportunity to serve God the way that I need to serve God. Man, this is powerful today. This is powerful today. This is powerful for me. <laughs> like, so what are my eyes on? He just kept telling me, He said, "If your eyes are set on gloom, there comes depression. If your eyes are set on hearty, whatever your eyes are set on, your heart is gonna follow." So, Father God, I ask in the name of Jesus that you open the eyes of our understanding to the and enlighten us to the hope and call of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus, not who man says we are. <laughs> Lord God, let us set our affection on things above. Holy Spirit, burn anything in us that does not align with the word of God. Father God, we want to feel the peace that comes from being, from Jesus. We want to feel that peace. We want to walk in peace. So help us to see the things that we've been looking at that is not your way so that we can walk and escape and walk into freedom this day. In Jesus name. Amen. If you have never, ever, 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 ever accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that's the very first steps. (laughs) But that's the very first step. I want you to receive him first, because that's the first step to opening your eyes. And all you got to do is acknowledge, man, I'm a sinner. (laughs) I'm in need of a Savior. Believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. And then confess with your mouth, Lord, I want to make you Lord and Savior in my life. And if you make that decision and do that today, I would love for you to even email me because what I would love to do is send you some resources and I want you to stay connected to this devotional so you can learn to grow in grace, right? Ask the Lord to reveal to you what your eyes have been on. My other thing is to you, if God pricks your heart, says to you, hey, I want you to sow into this ministry, go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com push the donate button, give a seat. You're just gonna help us continue to get the gospel throughout the world. Or you can cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. Thank you to all of my partners. My God, let the glory of God rest and reign in our lives today. My God, show us your glory. Let us manifest your glory. Let us walk in your glory. Let us talk in your glory. My God, we thank you, Father God, that we are overwhelmed in your glory and we accept it and receive it by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll see you guys back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Ladies, Bible study tonight. I can't wait. I can't wait. Have your expectation up. Get your faith up to see a move of God. I'll see y'all. I'll see y'all a little bit later. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to Lakeisha M. Johnson. .com today.